0: The Health Show, the Medical Lifestyle Show. Good morning, this is the T Health Show. I'm Chris Avon-Smith and in studio, obviously, we have Dr. Mark. Good morning, Chris. And?
1: Devi Naidu.
2: Divya Naidu. Divya, good morning. Uh, welcome and um, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Mark. It's such a pleasure to be here.
2: Now, Divi, you and I have known each other for uh, many, many years I'm not going to say how many Please don't But the topic that we are discussing today will explain to people why I've known you for many years So we're talking about supplementation And... This, I think, for a lot of people is a minefield. So just give us a little bit of your background and um, why you are here today.
1: Okay, so I'm a a pharmacist. Um, I studied pharmacy only as a means to... Add credibility to all the other studies That I wanted to do So I don't practice uh, actively As a conventional pharmacist I continue to study Further uh, In I have a fellowship in functional medicine And an advanced fellowship in functional medicine Basically What I was interested in, in Is preventative healthcare um, Long ago I realized That the, the, the healthcare system In this country is curative And I felt it was missing Key elements of How we could prevent diseases Before they happened And and this is the reason I went into functional medicine Okay,
2: so tell us a little bit um, Just for people Who do not know What a functional Specialist does Because you you have fellowship And an advanced fellowship So uh, in 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 layman's terms, it's like you being a GP and then specializing uh, and becoming a surgeon and then specializing again and becoming a cardiothoracic surgeon.
1: So kind of, this is like likened to that, but what I, my official title will be a clinical pharmacist. So basically what that is, is people who look at root causes of diseases. They don't just use the conventional medicine approach where there's a band-aid stuck over a symptom. So you come with a headache, mm. get a head pull and you stick a band-aid and you go mm. This delves deeper into A systems biology approach yeah. Basically yeah. what that means is It looks into all the causes Of diseases, it takes into account Your lifestyle, your genes The environmental factors um, You know, stress As in lifestyle factors And then what is going on in the particular Organ and then we take The whole integrative approach Do blood tests To uh, to ascertain where the imbalances are and correct these balances. So basically basis of functional medicine.
2: Okay. So that's, that's almost what I do. Just Absolutely. a little bit different. So mm. I want to I want us to talk about supplementation because I often have patients that come into my rooms and they are on a myriad of different supplements. Mm. Um, and I have been known to, to say to people, be very careful what you take off the shelf. Yes. The reason I do this is, firstly, if you read the label, most of those labels say, this can, this might, this may. Divya, why do they say that?
1: So, wood supplements or the the Complementary and Alternative Medicine Act You cannot make claims mm. For supplements You can make a claim for a medicine But not a supplement Because, But what
2: is the difference between a supplement And a medicine
1: So a supplement is mostly n- Naturally derived or naturally occurring In nature or something That is used preventatively Whereas a medicine is a Active pharmaceutical ingredient That is used to treat a symptom Or a particular symptom and develop with that in mind Whereas supplements treat a myriad of things Like take a supplement like Omega 3, it probably has a couple of hundred Functions So you can't make claims <clears> for supplements Based on this, it's, it's too wide
2: Okay But in that That is where With clever marketing mm-hmm. You get the crappiest product Absolutely. That
0: sells Like the clappers Toilet paper during COVID Yeah but So I mean, I mean <laughs> what, what, I've, what I want to say is I mean I'm, I'm that person I go into a, a, a disc game For example And I stand With this array Of supplements In front of me And I mean And I, I think I'm relatively intelligent So I Read the ingredients You know 99.99% of them I don't know what they're going to do. The bottles don't tell you what they, they can't, are yes. because what they're meant to do. Right. And, you, you know, I think, okay, I have two two points that I look at. This looks like it's got a lot of good ingredients, and I've heard that vitamin B12 is really good for stress. I'll take that with a little bit of this and that and the other thing. And then I look at the price and I say, okay, but this one's 400 rand and this one's 100 rand. I'll take the 100 rand one because I don't know the difference, to be honest.
1: So therein lies a, a little bit of knowledge that is required because the salts that, that supplements are combined with. So salts are something you combine a supplement with to enhance its absorption. Yeah. There are some that are cheaper and there are different types of salts that are needed for different actions. So I want to use the example of, say, magnesium. Right. So you go into the shaft because
2: you have lots of magnesiums from effervescent slow mag that's to Polykinate i can never pronounce that word <laughs> <laughs> um Tell us a little bit more about those.
1: Yeah, so, okay, let's use magnesium because it's an easier example. Uh, each of the salts in which magnesium is combined with has a different function. Right. So, for instance, a magnesium glycinate is used for muscular pain so because it's easily absorbed into the tissues of the muscle. Magnesium oxide is used to t- treat... Uh, so migraine and constipation Because it's got an oxygen molecule Which oxygenates the colon Helps with constipation Then we get uh, magnesium malate Which is better for sleep or blood sugar control So generally Carbonates are not Salts that you should go for Because they're very insoluble so They mm-hmm. won't dissolve very quickly it's chalk then That's it, magnesium carbonate <coughs> for insulin is chalk, exactly what you say So it's used to dry your hands When you're doing sports that hold bars and chalk, for instance So it's very important that you're choosing that And that will determine the different prices Right Obviously better salts, better absorption uh, More highly priced So it's not just this vitamin B with, the, with that vitamin or This magnesium with that magnesium But B.
0: then I'm the ideal c- person that you're talking to today Because I... Didn't know about the salt So I was looking at what what is in that supplement And do I Somebody said I need magnesium for a sore neck Say for example yeah. So this, grab is, it.
2: this is one of The biggest minefields And because We do not know what's in there mm. The package This may or might mm. I may be a green alien With a pink tutu You will never know <laughs> I've um, seen it <laughs> We'll move on swiftly. The the problem, and this is why we have certain compounding pharmacies, Mm. I have my supplementations in my practice compounded by a compounding pharmacy. Mm. Why? Because I am the one that determines what goes in there, number one. Number two... If you use a reputable compounding pharmacy, you know that the uh, the product that they use, the raw product that they use, is pharmaceutical-grade, which means that it's pure, Mm, mm. and then that product… Gets independently verified for quality and purity, right. which is not what we can say about ninety-nine percent of stuff that's on a shelf. Mm. They are not governed by SAPRA, which is the pharmaceutical board. They not—it's for the old um, Medical Control Council, so they're not governed by that. What what is in there might be rooibos tea. Um, when it claims to be oregano, ginkgo bar, but, but whatever that thing is, so you know, and that, that. that is the problem. And a lot of people take supplements and they take hands full of supplements. Mm. What we need to understand, and if you, maybe you can uh, um jump in here, we are taking a lot of heavy metals, mm-hmm. um. Zinc, magnesium They're all metals Copper um, In small quantities They can do good Deficiencies Lead to disease Toxicity Taking too much of something Mm. Is I think Even worse Because they accumulate And where do they accumulate? In the brain Ooh.
0: I mean, I get supplements from you, Mark, and uh, you, you know, I'm I'm very pleased to hear that they are pure and me- um, you, you know, medical grade and but all of that. But you're also only on four. I'm only, yes, exactly, and it's and and I'm very happy with what I have. So yeah,
1: so heavy metal toxicity is is a issue. Um, purely because of environmental toxins a lot of it contained like aluminiums contained in deodorants stuff that we don't we just happily go about life uh not knowing that we're using them uh you know we get toxins from from our radiation toxicity from our computer screens from our television screens from our microwaves from our hair dryers and we totally unaware of this all of this and the fact that we have chemical toxicity in shampoos, in, our, in deodorants, like I mentioned, all of this bombards us every day and depletes our nutrients. So b- dialing back to the fact as to why we need supplements in our lives, this is very important. Mm. Heavy metal toxicity, definitely one of those, um, one of those issues that can help with Leaching toxins out. There are very specific practitioners who deal dif- specifically with heavy metal toxicity. It is a very specialized field, <laughs> and they are really highly specialized. It's got to be done very carefully. This is
2: chelation therapy that That's you're it. talking about. Yes,
1: chelation therapy, uh, and uh, you know you've got to be highly skilled. That I, I wouldn't delve into it or let an ordinary doctor do it mm. unless you have skill, because you can remove the toxin from one organ and deposit somewhere else, and it can be more serious right. all. But dialing back a little bit To what you said about um, Supplements and, and getting um, Medicines that suit you Compounding of per patient Prescriptions is that This is the beauty of functional medicine Right because in Normal medicine the patient fits the drug So we have a drug that's for Say, for example, Parkinson's, and all patients with Parkinson's get fit into those categories and you choose one that, that helps that. With functional medicine and with the compounding of per-patient medicine, we can do this specifically. The patient is the determinant. The right. medicine is made specifically for the patient So it's so, like
0: boutique medicine
1: Absolutely it's, um, Bespoke, bespoke bes- medicine Yes, yeah. that's the term, bespoke medicine So w- what a beauty It's the new trend in medicine now And it's definitely the way we should go So imagine having a tailor-made solution just for you
2: Demi, a lot of people would think Because we use the word bespoke That mm-hmm. this is expensive What is the cost of, of this for a general man in the street? Is it affordable? You know, but I know the answer. But I want you to answer. Of
1: course, it's affordable because firstly, you're using the best quality ingredients. Mm. We use stuff like um, the fillers we use are not artificial fillers. They, they very careful selection of fillers. They're vegan friendly. The capsules don't contain gelatin. So when you take all these these into consideration, it's really not. And also, um, the the other thing is. We're making bespoke medicines, probably all combined as many as possible, combined into one capsule.
2: Yes, and that's what's so so wonderful.
1: That's it. So, when you determine the cost of the individual supplements that you would buy as opposed to one, it might seem expensive. However, it's really not. And you're knowing you get, and you know, you're getting the best quality for your specific ailment. I'm
0: just, I'm just smiling here because, you know, we've, we've reverted. So to speak, because in days gone by medicines were very much compounded by people who were considered to be witches at some point or the apothecaries who who would literally combine the powders and the this and make them up according to what the doctor suggested or what they had diagnosed, and I mean, we're going back to that. That's
1: amazing. Well, that is why the team, the the the, um, the term compounding pharmacist is excellent. Now, it's it's literally reverting back to being an apothecary mm. using state of the art technology. Sure. So you're combining the old and the new, and you're making bespoke. So medicine. compounded
0: is beautiful. Absolutely, yeah.
1: absolutely, and it's a new it's a new way of, uh, of of the new specialism in the way pharmacy is is um, being. You know, the futuristic pharmacy coming into being uh, What a beautiful thing. I mean, um, we're going back to our roots. Pharmacists are be- beginning to use their skill
2: again. Yes. Finally, because, yes. you know what, for so many years, um, a pharmacist, Divya, you and I both worked in pharmacies. I worked as a, as a pharmacist while I was studying medicine. Okay. And all, we, all you did was get a prescription, count pills. And literally, Count out pills if you could count to thirty, you could be a
0: pharmacist
1: so essentially you became a dispenser yes that 's what it is you, you your manufacturer would make the drug, you would just count them out, put them in a box say. Take it before, after meals, avoid with this, blah, blah. You know, now the role, as a, as a compounding pharmacist, the role is so much more broad. It's mm. so much more specialized. It's a specialism in pharmacy. And one of the big things that a functional medicine or a compounding pharmacist will be interested in doing is determining nutrient depletions. So how many times have you gone to your pharmacist and they told you... Uh, you know, you're taking a statin Do you know a statin causes a deficiency in, in coq And in vitamin B12 mm-hmm. And please be aware It's becoming topical now But it's too few and too yes. little We yes. need a lot more So there's where a compounding pharmacy comes in. They can compound your statin with a coenzyme Q10 combined, so it's one pull and you and you offsetting the so side effects.
2: So many people are on glucophage yes, um, metformin, metformin, yes, and metformin as well causes a depletion in vitamin B. Yes, <clears throat> and you know what I I use the one that I have compounded for me and for my patients, um, which is a combination. Of metformin With your B vitamins in it So um, Divya On that let's talk about Which supplements mm. For The average man On the street which are the most Important I have a couple in mind let's see if I'm right
1: Okay so in the COVID mm. age it's, Since we're in that situation mm. Now and it lends itself To all kinds of situations Not necessarily a pandemic But there are a few that stand out, that should be a not negotiable omega-3.
2: Omega-3. I'm glad that you started with that. Why specifically Mm -hmm. omega-3? Because it works on cholesterol
1: and fats. Yes. So omega-3 is one of those wonderful things that have a couple of hundred functions. Uh, So dialing it back to a COVID world, but also... In many worlds It's most important thing I would say Is the anti-inflammatory effects So just to to bring it in a little bit There's omega-3s and omega-6s As you know Our western diet is very loaded in omega-6s Not enough omega-3s So omega-3s are found in things like Your cold water fish and your seafood mm, mm. But we have an overload of 6s Which for, for most intents and purposes Is pro-inflammatory So it causes inflammation Now don't get me wrong There are some good instances Where it is used Like painful periods It has a very good um, A very important role there But by and large They have a pro-inflammatory effect Whereas anti-omega-3s um, Have an anti-inflammatory effect So in a COVID world We all know cytokine storm Creates inflammation and this inflammation goes out of control, leads to a bad, um, end result for a patient. So fantastic. Um, omega-3s have other things. They, they reduce, like you rightfully said, cholesterol. They have cardioprotective effects. Mm-hmm. They have, uh, the effect of, in, in the aging world or anti-aging. I don't like to use the word anti-aging because as you know, aging is a, is a inevitable process. Sure, it's a natural sure. process. So I think healthy, healthy aging, aging. Absolutely. Great minds think alike um, is a more correct term,, yeah. and in an aging or, or healthy aging world, uh, we need to sh- to prevent shortening of our telomeres and just to to, to explain what a telomere is it 's the ends of your chromosome if right. you're rather like shoelaces it 's the ends, and as we age these Shoelaces or these telomeres get shorter. They okay. get damaged and they get shorter. So your chromosome lengths decrease. So that is directly related to a shorter lifespan. So omega-3 is one of those fantastic things it does is it prevents the shortening of those telomeres. So it increases your lifespan. So,
2: Divya, if I'm correct, the telomeres are directly responsible for the repair of of the damage that's done to DNA strands. Yes. So what what we're referring to is that sequence at the end of each chromosome, yeah, which is responsible mm-hmm. for repairing the damage that's done to that chromosome. Right. So if you shorten it, you know what? it's like taking your ground staff and engineers away from um an Airbus. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Or in a
2: Eventually, bed. it's going to crash.
1: Fantastically. Fantastic example. The other one is, it's like a ty- trying to tie a shoelace with a very short, uh, tie a tie shoe <laughs> with a know, very short it's not gonna, a shoelace. It's not going to be doing that effectively. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, the recommended dose for vitamin, uh, for omega-3, sorry, is a thousand milligrams a day. The caveat there is somebody who has a bleeding disorder. We wouldn't give it to someone like that. But
2: Omega-3s can, and I see it quite a lot in aesthetics, where you have patients that pump themselves full of omegas. Their skin looks brilliant, but my God, don't inject them because they bruise. Okay. Okay. They bleed.
1: And then also... In this kind of medicine In compounding in the functional medicine world We like to do optimal doses Because we don't do RDAs Your recommended daily allowances Are just the minimum that's required to prevent disease We don't want to prevent disease In aging we want to live optimally And we want to live with vitality And in order to do that You need optimal doses Which is another reason why bespoke medicine Or compounded medicines Mm. come into play beautifully So with omega-3 we we should not be using less than a thousand milligram a day. You know, when you're going to visit your dentist, you're going for an operation. Stop it a couple of days before. If you are on warfarin, which is already a blood thinning drug, be it's careful. Okay. That's
0: okay. But I mean, that's sort of the same. I, I, as I think it's aspirin as well, which is a, a a blood blood thinner. So if you're going for an op- operation, or you. Don't have an, you know, stop a few days before, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Exactly the same. The yes.
2: action of aspirin and blood thinners are a little bit different, but it boils down to the
0: same thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking from very lay perspective. Yeah,
1: yeah as as a in the blood thinning aspect, aspect, you're absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah. Uh, the second one I would choose is coenzyme Q10.
2: Ah, very gold standard absolutely. for me. Um, Absolutely People don't understand Or know what CoQ10 notes, is <laughs> Just look at Nivea's television ads yes. The Q10 yeah. Q10 That's That contains enzyme CoQ10 Nivea why is CoQ10 so important It
1: so so it has very important the, When you think CoQ10, you firstly think energy So it works in the energy powerhouse of your body The mitochondria it produces ATP ATP we know produces energy So it's a very energizing drug the latest now is mitochondrial health Yes It is believed that if you preserve the health of your mitochondria And you give it, you energize it and keep it energized throughout your lifespan You age slower You are less prone to chronic mm. ailments So um, coenzyme Q10 does that it, it actually energizes your body We have, um, it's a powerful antioxidant So it protects all your organs And in your world, Mark It's really great for endothelial health yeah. because if you increase or if you reduce uh, endothelial dysfunction you'll get more nitric oxide production and you know in the erectile dysfunction vasodilation fantastic in 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 type 2 diabetes that would also be very important uh, for periodontal disease for for, for gum, gum healing extremely important in fact you can compound a mouthwash with coenzyme q10 for that we do that a lot for dentists uh, for neurological disorders so say something like parkinson's disease where we know parkinson's has a decrease in dopamine that's why you get parkinson's like effects it will slow down the decrease in parkinson's parkinson's in a disease like alzheimer's we know alzheimer's forms one of the reasons it's because of plaques in the brain it will reduce plaque formation so it's such a wonder drug you know and i'm not saying it's going to cure it but if you have a predisposition if you know that there's a, a genetic Capability in your family, start taking this early. Patients
2: with thyroid problems, coq10 plays a, a, a huge role there, as as does vitamin B and iron
1: and and vitamin D. Oh, fantastic! You're right. Thyroid is one of those those hormones that also needs a lot of cofactors to to make it work to be to make it become <coughs> active.
2: I always explain to my patients. The easiest way to do it is CoQ10 does exactly what it says It's a coenzyme In most of our enzymatic processes And with my patients I take them through the hormone cascades um, And to have each of these pathways form You need coenzymes And uh, micronutrients like um, your trace elements, selenium and zinc and, uh, because they all play a role in making the functioning of one sp- Compound, one substance, for instance, DHEA, which is the precursor of your sex among testosterone and estrogen. It's important in getting DHEA to convert into testosterone. Right. And if you do not have healthy coenzymes that do the work, your hormones are suboptimal.
1: Very, very important point. I mean, another word for coenzyme is cofactor. So there are a lot of... uh, it's an important consideration that we forget about when we when we taking medication. Mm. So if you have a, a thyroid disorder and you're taking a thyroid medication, you need to get that thyroid medication into an active form in your body. And in order to do that, you need to get a coenzyme or a cofactor. So in the case of thyroid, you will take something like selenium. Mm. So it converts the inactive to the active in your body, and it works better.
2: Vitamin D as well, did you?
1: Very important. Vitamin D is another omega 3 has a myriad of functions in fact all the supplements that i'm going to discuss has so many functions they st- that's why I've chosen them because they just do too many things. Mm. They're not, mm. you know, specifically aimed. Um, <coughs> the the other thing that say something like another cofactor that's very important is uh, is iron. Iron, because iron yeah. is required to transport. The, it's transported by the. It's it's required. Sorry, to transport oxygen, oxygen to your cells. And without iron, you can't get effective oxygenation of your cells. You won't get in an effective thyroid. So. Can you see how wonderful the body is mm, It's mm. such an amazing Evolved um organ But it needs a fine Balance of supplements and minerals And trace elements It really really needs this And f- a lot of my friends say to me, but if I eat well I don't need to take this. It's it's absolutely not true. We not Our diets
2: it. are not absolutely. not healthy enough. You can you can eat anything that's got color and green but you will still be depleted because um I think through all the genetic manipulation yeah. that that we did to food to keep it in a sustainable quantity.
1: Yes. We've well, we definitely sort
2: of depleted um, for sure. our our natural resources, but also we've contaminated them.
1: For sure, and we've canned them, we've blanched them, we've frozen them. All of this decreases the the nutritional value. You know, the longer we cook food, the more mm. it decreases the value. Then we've the minute you cut fruit, the fruit, the nutritional value depletes immediately after you start cutting it. You store asparagus for one week, it, it, it uh, reduces its nutritional value by 90%. Right. So there's too many, invo- then, you know, there's environmental factors, pollutions, fertilizers that we use that, that also decrease nutritional value. Mm-hmm. So it's absolutely important that we do do supplements. It's, it's, it's a not negotiable. Right. In this age we, We've we evolved Our food has evolved And our, our palates and our diets Are too far gone from getting From just allowing it to give us The nutritional value alone
2: Divya, it's very interesting to me That um, you've mentioned omegas mm-hmm. CoQ10 um, I think we... Should talk a little bit about um, iron a little bit more, because I, I see that in my practice more and more and more, but you haven 't mentioned any of the vitamins yet, so no. um, the vitamins are important, but most people I think get hung up about oh, I take a vitamin supplement a multivitamin. It's, um, it's important, yes, but there are other things which greatly so you've, you've touched on, which I think is even more important, which most people do not know about. Any of these other ones that, that we should
1: look out for? For sure. Vitamin C. I mean, vitamin C is also another wonder one. In the COVID world, we know that it is so important for immune boosting. But besides that, vitamin C is involved in collagen synthesis in your world, Mark, in yeah. the aesthetic world, so excellent for that. It's a cofactor for many, many enzymes as well. Vitamin C is great for, it's an antioxidant um, used in, oh, very important for smokers. Very, very, mm. they are very, um, deficient in vitamin C. So you would do that. Very good for gum health and gum disease. For, um, blood pressure reduces blood pressure. <coughs> Another one for endothelial health, increasing ni- nitric oxide. Vitamin C does that. So now I w- I'd like to bring in the, in the notion of intravenous supplementation uh, because that's, you. that is a now a, a very topical thing. It's, it's in fashion now and it's the new way of delivering vitamins. So, you know thing like vitamin C Delivered intravenously, there's huge skin benefits, huge immune boosting benefits. But a new f- uh, a new use that's come up now is oncology, where intravenous mm. vitamin C in higher doses are used for certain cancers. Here, I would like to just say a, yes. give a caveat because this should always be discussed with your oncologist. Never opt for one rather than an, a, a conventional treatment that is advised by your sure. oncologist. Discuss it because. Sometimes, if you opt to go chemo the chemo or radiation route, they you may not go together, yeah, so it could be used adjunct or as in after you 've done your therapy, or some oncologists are happy to use it together, but in, either, in 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 any event, it requires discussion with your oncologist, sure, there should be only one conductor in that orchestra okay Divya, when when we talk Such about a nice way of putting it, sorry
2: when we talk about vitamin c mm. and intravenous therapy ding 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 millions of red flags jump up because of the danger of intravenous vitamin C this can kill you
1: yes if you if you are hence i just want to dial it back a little bit hence it's very important to let a doctor administer your intravenous drips mm. Because a doctor has the ability to know what are the dangers with any intravenous uh, preparation, but with vitamin C specifically, if you have a G6PD deficiency, this can cause a patient to bleed, bleed to death if you have this deficiency. So. In a theoretical world, anyone receiving or before anybody receives a vitamin C drip, they should have this test to determine that they are suitable candidates. So you're very right, Mark. And,
0: uh, sorry, and what about absorption of, of traditional medicines as well? Surely we've got to be very careful about what we put in our body because certain things may inhibit the the absorption ability of of traditional medicines. So medicine. drug Absolutely. interactions,
1: yes, drug, vitamin or drug mineral interactions, mm. huge. Just like you get drug drug interactions, also there your pharmacist is going to come into play. You should always ask, yes. or just research it yourself if you if you don't ask or you forget to ask. It's very important. That's a extremely important point. Mm-hmm. And then lending itself to that about the absorption of drugs is fine we're getting beautiful supplements bespoke but how is it absorbed in our body if our gut health is not great
0: i was just about to go there
1: (laughs) so so of course that's where this functional practitioner is going to determine all of that one of the considerations is what is your gut health looking at is this possibly the cause of some of your nutritional deficiencies so a, a lot of the times we will start with gut health In, in, a, in a functional always. medicine world always. always Always starting with gut health <clears throat> um, And when you get your gut health right Your absorption and your response to your supplements Is going to be that much better
2: yeah. I, I tell the patients We evolved from a single celled organism Which was basically a gut Yes, everything else evolved around it. You know, with all single-celled organisms, there is a opening where they ingest food and an opening where they excrete waste. Yes, and that's how we evolved. Everything else evolved around the gut. Yes. if it's if your gut is not healthy you will not be healthy we think about leaky gut it's something that we're talking more and more about absolutely um, Divya, for for the first people out um on small Dorpies and you know uh, People just who can't Get to a functional practitioner What are the best things That we can take for gut health
1: So I would start with The probiotic
2: um, also Talk about probiotics because If you walk into um, Clicks or Dischem I can think of 10 different mm. Names um, What makes a good probiotic? What makes a better probiotic? Um,
1: How should I take them and how should I store them? Yeah, it's a storage of probiotics. So there are certain probiotics that are... Um, okay to be left at room temperature and others that need to be stored in the fridge so as you know there's a myriad of them each of them lives in a different part of your gut large intestine small intestine so depending what the ailment is and which part of the gut is affected you will take a probiotic that is appropriate for that so the choice is here again get your doctor involved because he would know how to prescribe what There's, the other option is get it compounded. Bespoke probiotics for your bespoke, um, for your particular ailment. Very, very important. And coupled with probiotics is prebiotics. So prebiotics is something, is the food that feeds the probiotics. Right. So, um, very, very topical these days. There are some foods of, um, trends of thought that stay, that say that you should actually take a prebiotic Alone, not with the probiotic. We use prebiotics first. Do a course And then do a probiotic Don't do them together Probiotics we know When you're on antibiotics For instance it's, mm. it's, it's a sin Not to be taking A probiotic together with And when do you take A probiotic Most people take it Together with the You yes. No it's going to kill it Absolutely So take it Half an hour before uh, And it's very important I
0: never ever knew that I have never ever Been told that When I get a, a, a script For an antibiotic I get also told take a probiotic, never that distinction. So as no, Mark, you can't right, take the two together.
1: As Mark rightfully said, it'll kill it off because it's killing an organism. I mean, or and more importantly, here. When you finish your antibiotic, continue, continue with for your at least probiotic two weeks after to okay. to replenish your good friendly bacteria.
2: It, for for the people that battle with thrush after antibiotics, I'm I, and I'm one of them. Day. Two on augmentin, and I look like um, a dog with g- anal glands. You know, <laughs> it, it burns, it itches, um, and you know what? I, I my tongue even gets thrash. So um, I pump probiotics.
1: So you know that also um, another important consideration that's coupled with gut health is brain health, because what do they say? Your gut is your second brain. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, unclean, unhealthy guts is also going to affect the way you cope with stress, the way your brain functions, so it's important here again, another example of how the the whole system biology works
2: I'm going to give Sister Elise some probiotics, let's see if we can clear out that dirty brain of hers,
0: (laughs) I doubt that even the strongest compounded ones will do that Sister Elise,
1: I I, I don't think it's Robotics. <laughs> so
0: we've done it. And our Alice has the cleanest brain in the world. <laughs> Hello, Alice. Alice. Um, <laughs> did we, did, tell us about
2: um, things like glutamine for gut
1: health. So glutamine is also one of those things. It's, a, it's an amazing one in terms of people who firstly want to enhance their um, growth factors um, Very good for muscle building And very important To take after exercising Because it removes lactic acid Which by the way Coenzyme Q10 Or carnitine also does um, Very good Because you know The muscle aches mm. and pains You can do from a heavy bout Of exercise Glutamine will definitely help with that. Um, it increases growth hormone, which is also very anti-aging or healthy aging is the term we're using today. Um, it incre- as you, when, when you get to the age of 20, your growth hormone production starts declining. Right. Uh, so we want to bring it back to those youthful levels because the the thinking is when you bring it back to youthful levels, aging stops or slows down, yes, not stops, slows down so very important however there are certain people who suffer the excitatory effects because glutamine converts to glutamate which is an excitatory neurotransmitter in your brain so there are those that should not be taking it, so epileptics those kind of people where you don't want brain excitation, be careful but You know, we're coupled with glutamine And you reminded me of something I think another aspect of healthy aging Is hormone balancing I mean, in your world, Mark You're the expert here But hormones don't just mean sex hormones Not just progesterone, testosterone, estrogen Neurotransmitters are hormones Yes You know, um, thyroid is a hormone Insulin is a hormone So when you balance that whole hormonal system you 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 bring about balance in your body and less likelihood into progression into yeah. chronic ailments what
2: what I find, and this is what we do um, in my clinic um, hormone systems as we age start going out of balance for a simple reason, most of them are related. To the other one And I talk specifically about steroid hormones All our steroid hormones come from one place mm. Cholesterol mm. So if you have the balance that's going out everything. Think of uh, the best way I can describe this Is think of a waterfall That slowly runs down a hill It splits into different little streams. That's it. And all of them fall into different little pools, and then they cascade down. What happens with hormone cascades is if you block one stream, downstream from that blockage, things dry up, Mm. and upstream... Things start to build up And then it spills over to the other side And it creates a complete new hormone cascade And that's what goes wrong If you can bring back balance But more importantly Once you've done that To maintain balance in these systems Is what makes the work that we as functional medicine And functional specialists Do, so difficult Because it takes constant Monitoring, constant Contact with patient um, Very fine Tune intuition I would say um, And you know just a love Of going and looking For something uh, that Would optimize Not only the effect directly but the indirect effect of all of these on different systems and It's phenomenal.
1: So, the integrative uh, approach, you know, just for your listeners' perspective, the steroid pathway you mentioned is not prednisone and the steroids that we're using, say, now in COVID or when you have Mm -hmm. inflammation. Um, So, it's a steroidal pathway which refers to your your sex hormones. And you mentioned a really important fact when you block one, how the downstream metabolites um, fall away, the balance goes out of balance. And cholesterol is the phenomenal example because Mm -hmm. cholesterol is. Is the the father hormone, should we call it It's yeah. the one hormone where all your sex hormones are made of What do we do when we have high cholesterol? We take a anti-cholesterol, a statin You block that Obviously, when you block cholesterol production You're going to block all your sex hormone productions as well right. And that is how we see polypharmacy de- developing You start off with high cholesterol Take a statin, you correct that But you s- then you're going to have to start um, Supplementing your sex hormones And you have to start supplementing your thyroid hormones Because all of these downstream metabolites Start decreasing mm. and-, and these diseases start as you get on in age They start manifesting itself So it's, it's a very tricky balance And that's where integrative Or functional medicine specialist Comes into to being Because they 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 know this they're going to take this and and factor it in in the treatment that they're doing and i mean with hormone uh the way we treat with with hormones mark you you know this you use this all the time the term bioidentical has become very important you know some some doctors don't like it they don't think it works but in the functional medicine work it works fantastically what is a bioidentical hormone it is a hormone that's Identical in structure to what is found in your right. body, and if we if we give a and a, 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 a medicine that's identical in structure, the the likelihood of side effects are going to be less. And where <coughs> compounding works fantastically, or bespoke medicine is the best example is bioidentical hormones, right. because hypothetically, the both of you are in andropause.
0: Yes mm. uh, and, Not, um, not, not, not that we are we are. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, you guys Andropause <laughs> But you won't necessarily need the same amount of testosterone or progesterone No Depending Definitely on your not. lifestyle, yeah. your environmental, your genetic factors You will be completely different mm-hmm. And that is where the allopathic world of one size fits all Is not a it's great no
2: longer. So by identical
1: here. hormones You can have a, different types of Testosterones Then we have a problem with testosterone converting To estrogen, we don't want that in men They get a belly um, it, it helps sexual It, it, help, it um, decreases Sexual function, you want to avoid Men uh, Converting too much of their testosterone to estrogen Yes, and, and on
2: the other, and on yes. the other hand i remember very carefully this is something that you and david taught me yes. many many moons ago um men need estrogen yes for cardiovascular health it protects us from cardiovascular disease Thanks. and bone, bone um demineralization so again these are all very very important things and uh, david in my practice I always talk about balance it, it boils down to This is all about maintaining and creating balance in the body
1: Absolutely Another very important fact I don't want to forget For estrogen in men is cognition We yes. all need for, for women as well But men need some estrogen for cognition yeah. So and not as much as women obviously <clears throat> But yes very very important for, for hormone balance I've
2: just been given the five minute sign. Um Divya, there's, there's a, a lot of things that we haven't touched on and we'll definitely bring you back because this oh, we, have field, to, we absolutely have to bring you back, Divya. The, this yes. field be is very big yes. but incredibly dynamic and we are getting Newer and newer stuff For instance We now can um, Prescribe Ivermectin If it's compounded Buy a compounding pharmacy, but you
1: can 't
0: quickly you cannot yes. buy it this
1: week that is the case um, so so,
0: so we 're not taking the animal drug anymore no
1: <laughs> so a compounding pharmacy can compound ivermectin based on your weight in a capsule form for human use it 's not a repurposed animal drug right. anymore, and it 's now recently been passed that the doctors who are prescribing it. Do not need to apply for a Section 21 permit anymore. Okay. Which was getting, a bull eh?
2: Yes,
0: yeah. if you are well, getting
1: it from a compounding pharmacy, that need has fallen away completely.
0: That, I mean, okay. th- that's really fantastic news yeah. because, because I mean, it, it seriously worried me. I, ha- I had friends who knew a farmer in Dundee who had a whole stock of ivermectin, and it, they were sending this stuff all over the place and people were just taking ivermectin which m- makes no sense to me whatsoever so you you and i had this discussion
2: <laughs> um i i i think what we what we should do is one be careful, you know what? Mm. Uh, wear your mask, sanitize, keep social distancing. We are heading towards the third wave and winter. Um, let's see if we can make this less, less intense and bad than it was in January and February, which was now summer, yes. which shouldn't have happened in the first place. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know what, then, um contact, contact the, uh, your practitioner. They will know. We all know where the compounding pharmacies okay, are. Okay, that was going to there's, be my question. There's only about six in the country. They, am I correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, really good ones that I know of. There's two in Johannesburg. I know there's one in Pretoria. There should be one in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. Um, but your your healthcare practitioner, will know about them. Yes, Sylvia. On on a, a last note, quickly. What is the most important things That you would say Someone out in the street Listening to us now Should be taking For the next six months
1: So the one thing We didn't have time to touch on Is vitamin D Yes Very important So I would say Omega-3 Vitamin D Vitamin C And a probiotic Those are staples Because you want to make sure They are being absorbed Properly in your body Whatever you are taking In a COVID world I would add zinc Because zinc, it is definite evidence that zinc is helping with the immunity and and helping for COVID. So
2: there's a product and um, at the end
1: of a program,
2: I am going to mention where you're coming from. I, I use the compounding pharmacy of South Africa, um, and you guys compounded a beautiful product for mm-hmm. us, and it's called Shield. That's it. Yeah. And Virus Shield has the vitamin C that you need, a yes. uh, 1,000 milligrams per day. It has your vitamin D. D it has your zinc. zinc. And you know what? Unfortunately, most omegas are in oil form. Yes. So you know what? For that one, I... I b- hate burping fish,
1: mm. so I don't take the fish oils. I like krill oil, well, let which me teach works you a trick, well. And let me teach you a trick on how to tolerate the fish oils: freeze your omega threes and take it frozen. Oh, clever! So it doesn't—you don't repeat—it doesn't repeat when you burp. Okay, Th- because then it's already all the way in, and it's yeah. But it's stored; s- it's all the way down.
0: Debbie <laughs>
2: It was wonderful having you on the program. We will definitely bring you back because there's, there's a lot that we still need Great, what to, a pleasure to do. Be. Um, Chris, next week, uh, I am on holiday. Ha ha ha. Um, so we will be talking again about
0: sexual functioning in women. Yeah. And we're going to we're going to do mm. that show again. And it's, Absolutely amazing and Should uh, be fun. it's 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 a it's a great one to listen to <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's really good. Davia, it's been amazing to meet you. Um, you you've My opened voice. you've opened up a whole new Mindset for me to to be a hundred percent honest, you know. I thought I was doing the right things with what I was doing. I now know I've got to be really, really careful. So, and I love the vir virguard idea. So yeah. it's important. Viral shield. Vir- uh, shield. Uh, you know, get hold of us. You know, it is always available. Cool. Because especially especially going into this third wave now. We gain and winter. We're going to need it oh, for sure. Absolutely amazing! Thank you so much, Mark. Enjoy. I will. And um, I will not miss you. You know, I won't <laughs> miss you. <either>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll look so. You, you know, you're going to come back, and I'm going to say, oh, "Who's this youngster walking in?" I wish you are.
2: <laughs> so, Chris, have a great day. Divya, again, thank you. We'll see you soon. Unpack
1: pack your virus shields.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so <laughs> much, Bye, guys. <laughs> This has been the T-Health Show with Dr. Mark and Chris Avon-Smith, sponsored by The T-Clinic. For more information, contact admin at theteaclinic.com.